Welcome to another episode of Forgot My Transmitter. Today we interviewed Justin Wilson from South Carolina. He shared with us a story of a rattlesnake scare where he almost got bit and a gas line lightning strike that he was able to see the damage after that. It was a pretty close call. So let's get started. Thanks, Justin, for coming on the show. Yep. Tell us a little bit, a bit about yourself. Where are you located and what do you locate? I locate in South Carolina around the upstate. Okay. There's not really a particular area that I have. Just all over up there? Wherever the tickets are. That's right. Yeah. Usually in Anderson. Okay. But lately I've been in Seneca. I've been in Greenville. Everywhere. Right. What do you locate there? I locate power, AT&T, any kind of cable, like spectrum, stuff like that. Okay. How long have you been locating? Let's see. March was a year, so a little bit over a year. Right. So you're just at that point in your career where you feel comfortable? Oh, yeah. That's good. What were you doing before? Well, I did. I've done plumbing before. I've done tree work before this job. So I've never done locating before ever. And my boss picked, said, well, you picked it up and ran with it. So That's you're good. doing fine. I said, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Some people catch on real quick, you know, and you're off to the races. So in South Carolina, what are the dig rules there? Is that like oh, a white two line? Two feet either side of the line two feet? is our leeway. Okay. You know, we got standard three days and all that normal 811 stuff. Of course, the if you dig before the tea is done, just kind of standard rules mostly. So if they dig and the ticket's not done and they hit something, who's at fault? So if the ticket's still good for our end, say they call it in one day and the next day they start digging yeah. and they hit something, it's all them. Right. They don't have to white line anything. It's just nice if they do. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And then I know a lot of the utilities, they don't have to have the tape a little bit before the line itself. Okay. As they're digging, you know. Right. They say, oh, there's a ribbon there. There's something here close by. Yeah. A little bit further down. They don't have to do that when they put in anything. Oh. Huh. Yeah, it's just all mostly standard other than that. Yeah. So when did you when did you feel comfortable doing the job? When did I feel comfortable doing it? Or was there any like was there a certain process that just it clicked? Well, I mean, I like I said, I caught on to it, you know, pretty quick. You know, when I mean, like within a month or two, I was helping train people. Right. Wow. Like the one that trained me was training other people, and she said, "Here." Hold on to these guys while I go help the other one over here. Like, okay. <laughs> Good thing I've marked all this before. Would you say it was your confidence level that you were just willing to take take it on and go? I mean, yeah. I mean, my confidence level was like, okay, I got it. Yeah. You know, it took a couple of weeks on my own working with who I was working with that I had kind of inherited the area from. Right. I worked with, I worked with her. About a month, and then after that, it was on. It was all me because she moved up to a trainer. Right. And I was like, ooh, 
Yeah. This is my big area now. I don't know what I'm going to do with this. Yeah. Yeah. Kept it current, though. I don't know how I did that. You were, you were able to stay on top of it. It's good. How many people are in your, your group? In the soup group that I'm in, really don't know. I'm thinking maybe close to 15 or 20 or so. I can't really remember because we've shifted around so many people lately that right. I can't keep track. I'm, and I think we're getting two or three new people. Right. So do you call on other other people for big jobs still? I mean, yeah. I call some other people. I call other crews sometimes. Like, hey, have you ever run into this because I'm in your area? I mean, I was like, hey, I got to locate water today. Help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no tracer wire. Ah, just witch sticking. Okay. Huh. You got it, buddy. Wow. How accurate do you think you are with witching? With a witch stick, I would say within a foot, six inches to a foot, you know. Yeah. Do you only witch just the just water or sewer? I know we just got a contract several months ago, and it's water, sewer, and their power. Oh, right. Yeah. And sewer's just line of sight. That's easy. Yeah. But water, you just got to, all right, it turned. Right. All right, it turned. <laughs> yeah. It's nice to have a trace of wire yeah, for or sure. fire hydrants that give you a signal. Yeah. Yeah, I don't do too much water, but yeah, it can be pretty pretty nasty. Because even, even on new lines that they're putting in, sometimes they just forget the tracer wire, right? They think, oh, our measurements are good enough. You'll be fine. Nope. Right. And where do you locate out of, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, yeah. I'm in Ontario, Canada, just across the border. Okay. Up just across from Sarnia, Detroit. I got you. Yeah. Yeah, I was reading about you know, just like different groups and all. Yeah. How like in New York, they only go by measurements. Just about. Okay. Yeah. Like in the cities and stuff. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. Even if it's wrong, they say, yeah. Even wow. if it's wrong. They don't bother to go back and correct it if it's exposed. Fix the measurement, eh? And one of our regional people was doing a 201 class or something like that. And he said, every time I ever had to locate up there, I'd do their marks, and then I'd do my marks, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got to cover your butt. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, eventually I'd like to find somebody from New York, find out how they do it there. Well, eventually from every from every state, you know, because every state's a little different. So do you have any have any damages you'd like to share with us? Well, I have my first damage ever. All right. Yeah. It tore me up for about two weeks. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, I was beating myself up for two weeks. Yeah. Because it was the first damage. I hadn't, you know, been here all that long. No. And it just wore me out. Yeah. I even went home. And I think I might have took the next day off. Yeah. Telephone drop. Oh, just a drop? And I thought that was the end of the world. That was yep. it. That's right. All right. That's right. They're going to fire me tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it was that they had already done the work and I didn't get a good enough picture. 
of where they had excavated. Oh, okay. And they'd done it early. Yeah. And they hit it, and yeah. everything else was aerial. It was all overhead. Oh, okay. And this was tucked in a corner behind bushes, and the damage investigator said that she didn't even see it. Right. That she turned around and it caught her eye just out of the corner of her eye. Other than that, she would have never seen it. Right. And I was like, ooh. Yeah. I guess that makes me feel a little better, but still. I, mm. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, those are hard to find, those drops, right? Well, especially when they're separate from the power meter. Yeah, exactly. Tucked in under a deck or something, you can't see where it goes in the house. Do you have any other damages to share? I know the second one was the hottest day of the summer this past year. And or it was the end of the day, an emergency. I was tired. I was worn out. Yeah. You know, I was about to fall down. Right. I got this emergency. Yeah. Corner lot. Uh-oh. And I didn't take the primary around the corner. Oh, no. That yeah. sucks. I was like, oh, because as soon as they said, oh, yeah, you got enough, I was like, I know that's it. Yeah. I know that's where it is. Yeah. Yeah, that that neighborhood wasn't too happy with me. No. I'm, I'm glad I, I ain't had to go back in there either. No. Well, emergencies, there's, they're already high high stakes because you got your field rush trying to get it done because the the workers are waiting waiting to fix the water line or whatever's broken and yeah so that's already adds to it so it's hard to just especially as a new person to slow down and say no i gotta slow down i gotta check everything out right and i had a neighborhood i didn't get a damage uh, for this one but i had a neighborhood and i was working with a guy i said okay you start on that end of the primary i'll start on this end we'll get it all done they're replacing the power March secondaries, specifically. Huh. March secondaries. Yeah. And I get all the updates. I fly through mine because I did. I already marked everything that I needed to do. Right. Took me an hour. Yeah. And I called him back over there. I said, get over here. Yeah. It took us three days to finish marking the rest. Yeah. Because it was all we had to hook up to every house. Yeah. Because a lot of those secondaries ran with the primary. Right. So you got to find out where they come off the, the trench. And, you know, for anybody, you know, new or anything like that, that's a very important detail. Yeah. Like mark anything that might relatively be close. Right. Yeah. And if in doubt, paint it out. And I'm lucky with the two power companies I normally deal with. One of them has amazing prints. Yeah. Tells you all the details. And the other one we have folders for. Oh, like. And you can go in them folders too. Yeah. And it will tell you everything. Wow. Except for one neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. One neighborhood don't work. No. It's broken. Oh. Friday afternoon. They just never made it into the records. Do you have any tips on power? Because it's always the hardest one to, to locate. If you have a passive mode on 
your receiver, don't use it unless you have to. Yeah. Because it'll, it'll throw you a foot off, 10 feet off, unless you know the very subtle tones that you need to listen for. Don't just take it off your receiver. Yeah. That's right. And don't run 33 unless you have to on power. That's right. Yeah. Because I'm having to correct that in the neighbor the neighborhood that I'm working in now. He caught a hold of my AT&T, and I could have marked my AT&T on his red lines. Yeah, exactly. He was like, man, it was supposed to turn and go between them houses. Why is it still going straight? Yeah. Yeah, and cable as well. Like there's a little bit of power on cable. So if you're doing the passive, you'll, you'll mark the cable. Yeah. I mean, you can get anything really on passive almost. You know, I've picked up gas and water on passive modes. Yep. Yeah, you'll get the water service, everything. Yeah, a lot of it don't don't use it unless you know what you're doing. Yeah. Or you're just double checking and making sure you didn't miss anything. That's right. Yeah, it's just another tool that you can use, but you still call your supervisor and say, Hey, you had to use passive, right. found it over there. Is this correct? That type of thing. And something else too. If you have, well, we use RDs, radio detectors. Yeah. You know, and you can pull the leads out of it, set your box on the ground, and it works like a pipe horn almost. Right. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know that. No, they're not. They're not familiar with induction mode. And got to be careful with it. But if that's the only thing in the ground and you can't find a hookup point, it works. Yeah. As long as everything else has been located and it's your last, right. last thing you got to find, then you can drop the box on it as it's, as it's called. And another thing too, it's not a requirement of the job. It's common decency. If you see that somebody might be home, go knock on the door. Right. Let them know you're there. Yeah. Because I thought nobody was home. And here comes somebody walking out. Yeah. What you doing in my yard? You called me. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any other encounter stories? Homeowners or contractors? Well, one of them in particular. I knocked. There was nobody in the driveway. So, right. okay. No fence. I'm like, okay. Nobody yeah. home, I'm going to assume. But I'm going to knock on the door anyway, ring the doorbell three, four, five times. Okay. Ain't nobody, maybe a bed bug in this place. Yeah. I'm going to do my business and move on down the road. Yeah. Got everything unbonded. I clipped uh, the first thing and that door, back door comes flying open yeah. and there's a gun in front of me. Wow. Huh. And it said, why are you in my yard? I don't want my yard painted. I'm in contact with Duke right now. I don't want my yard painted because my chickens are laying good. Oh, that's that's quite the reason. Yeah. And I, I thought I was going to get shot because I was both busted out laughing. I was like, you're, what? <laughs> you're messing with his chickens. It was an old lady. That was the bad thing. Oh, yeah. Wow. And I'm sitting here, you know, I'm not scared. I'm just caught off guard yeah because an old lady is defending her chickens 
Yeah. Because I want to market her yard. Yeah. And come to find out all it was is she didn't want anything unnatural around them to disturb them. Right. Organic, free-range chickens. So the power company had to come out there when they were doing the work. They called me out of, hey, we're out here. Come by this time. We'll be there. We'll distract her. Just put flags in her yard yeah. so we have an idea. Right. Yeah, that's good. Secondary had one flag. Primary had two flags. I said, here you go. Yep. Now, mark the neighbor's yard because they needed that one too. Right. Like, huh. Yeah. Glad I ain't going to go back to her house no more. No. Because the other guy that works in my area, he, uh, he said, you had this address, didn't you? I said, yeah. Why? He said, because I was over at the neighbor's house marked for something else. And she come flying out that door and started yelling at me, you ain't going to paint my yard, are you? Yeah. Wow. I said, no, ma'am. And there you go. Now yeah. you know the crazy lady that might kill you. <laughs> yeah. But she pulled a gun on me. Has she been red flagged oh. in, your, in the prints at all? That's what happens here. If it's really bad, they'll get a markup in the prints to say, Contract supervisor yeah, I, before. I put the little, intern. I put my little traffic cone. I said, "Danger." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Might shoot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. She pulled a gun on me, not on the Duke guy, but the other one that was going out and looking around. You know, prepared to white line everything. Yeah. I think she pulled a gun on him too. Wow. Like, she's just crazy. Yeah. She's gonna kill someone eventually. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, right? So trigger happy there. I got to mark around this neighborhood. I don't want to go to that neighborhood. What kind of gun was it? Do you remember? Kind of gun? It was a little forty-five. Oh, yeah. Little granny's got a gun. Watch out. Yeah. And that little shimmer in her eye told me she wasn't afraid to use it either. No. It's like, ooh, I'm not, I'm just going to put my stuff up. Yeah. Leave, go around the corner, call the guys, say, hey, stuff just happened. He said, yep, they did it to me too. I did a meat sheet and I said, okay, see y'all in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Did you have to file any, like a police report or just a report with your supervisor? That no, I called my supervisor and said something. And like, did you call the cops? I said, no, I left. I wasn't waiting around. Right. Yeah. I just, just said, I'm just going to remove myself. Yeah, you just promptly left. You were you were allowed to leave, right? If you were held hostage there yeah. for a little bit, that would be a different story. Yeah. And I did, uh, this wasn't too long ago, it was right, pretty much. Snakes just started coming out, yeah. you know, around here. Yeah. And I was just minding my business, waiting on traffic, you know, so I can go back across the road to my truck. And I took a step, and I stepped on the smallest, I'm talking like maybe three or four leaves, a small pile of leaves. Yeah. And I stepped down. About that time, a diamondback rattlesnake jumped out, about four foot long, started oh. shaking and shaking its tail and reared its head up. I said, okay. Yeah. I didn't even look. I just went across that road. Yeah. Wasn't nobody coming. <laughs> wow. Jumped yeah, in your truck? wasn't too happy. No. Wow. And they're not usually around, you know, where I work. Oh. 
they're like a state above us. <laughs> yeah. But they've been coming down this way, so I've been watching for them. Yeah, the same thing here. We we there's a rattlesnake up north a little bit, but apparently it has migrated down south where we are as well. There's been a few sightings, so we officially have a poisonous snake in our area. We haven't had anything poisonous for quite a while, so I'm always on the yeah. lookout lookout for that now. It's a the Massasauga rattlesnake. Okay, it's the only one we have, but but yeah, the quite a few the farther farther south you go and another thing for newer guys yeah if you come across a pedestal kick it like it owes you money that's right don't break it but kick it and anything if that thing starts buzzing yeah go to the next one (laughs) yep because i've had one where it was vibrating i physically watched it vibrate because there was so much in there yeah, that was. Do you spray I come it? back in the winter time when it was kind of killed off, you know, and they all went into hibernation. Yeah, and I opened it back up, yeah. and the entire top of that cable pedestal was a giant wasp nest. Oh wow! Huh. Do you guys have spray in your trucks? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. We keep plenty of spray. Yeah. Spray it and then come back the next day or something. Bug spray, dog spray. Yeah. Wow come across there be snakes in the pedestals curled up on the top yeah snakes on the interfaces on the house yeah huh. little little baby copperhead snake was tucked into one of them i had to go over there and save somebody because they didn't want to deal with it no so are you not too afraid of snakes i'm not scared of them just okay. don't startle me right you know exactly if I see her there, I'm not scared of you. No. I'm not going to mess with you. No. I'm starting to get used to snakes. I always see gardener snakes, little ones. So I'm starting to get used to the odd. The odd one doesn't bother me now. Yeah. We we come across king snakes a lot. Okay. Like rat snakes and stuff like that. Yeah. And one of them fell out of a tree and started me one day. And I took my, I guess like a little spade kind of thing. Yeah. And cut its head off, and somebody was like, What'd you do that for? Yeah. That's a king snake. Huh. It ain't wearing a crown, and it didn't have a purple cape, and it did not address itself as his majesty. It's no king of mine. Are they poisonous? No. Okay. They just kill rats and right. stuff like that. Yeah. It startled me. It paid the price. That's right. Yeah. Do you have any other other stories of complicated locates? Or big projects. Complicated that you, locates. Or big projects. Intersections aren't yeah. as bad. You know, main highways aren't bad. No. It's just one line at a time. Yeah. They might have 10 cables there. and It might be scary. Yeah. But you can only hook to one at a time. Yeah. You know, and that's a lot of people are looking at. I used to, too. I'd be like, what do I do about this? Help, boss, somebody. Yeah. And that's the way it was explained to me. You can't get two or three of them lines at one time. You got to isolate them and just go with it. Yeah. Cross boxes, giant pedestals. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, slick cabinets, same thing. Yeah. You know, you just got to 
stop, take a step back, take a breath. Yep. Call a timeout if you need to. Get somebody over there with you to kind of show you anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, on the tricky intersections, I would print it out. And then as I did each line, I would cross it out. Okay, I did that line. Now the next one. Right. Where's a good hookup to that to get it to go through the intersection? Just one at a time, cross them off. And I'll put in my personal phone, I'll have it in my notes, almost like a shopping list. Yeah. And I'll just check off each one as I do it. That works okay. Too. Yep. Like I have it all pulled up on my prints. Okay. 100 pair going that way. 400 going the opposite way across the road, yeah. you know, and have them kind of labeled out on my notes. Yeah. And if I get a line going that way, check. That's right. You know, and if I have all my lines on the ground, I look at it. Okay. Yeah. Put it all back together and take my pictures. So do you prefer just using the, the bonding strap, like toning out the, the sheath or do you put it on an empty pair? Are you oh, do I unbind it from the strip or do I unbind it from the line? Or do you connect to an actual pair? There's two ways of, of locating phone lines. Yeah. What I usually do, so I don't have to lay the whole cross box down and, you know, get all that gunk all over me. I'm just, yeah. I'll just go from that strip at the bottom or on the side or wherever it is. Yeah. And, or I'll open it up and look at all the lines Okay, all of them are on there. Yeah. I'll close it back, and then I'll do that. Right. So that way I know I'm still hooked to a line somewhere. Yeah. It's a lot cleaner. It's a lot neater. It's a lot easier for me. Just unbonding them at the at the strip instead of... Right, because I don't have to fight all the wires back and then no. hopefully be able to clip on it. And yeah. yeah. I just, just clip the line. Yeah, the only thing you have to make sure there is that the, the wires aren't touching that the bonding straps aren't right. touching. That's it. And I, I always put a like a little divider in there somehow. I'll find something and just stick it in there to separate all the rest of them from that one. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You don't have to you don't have to connect directly to the bolt. It's right. you can go on the wire as long as it's not connected to something else. And another thing on the like on houses or anything with like a meter and you have cable TV and AT&T or telephone of any kind all in the same place, yeah. all bonded together, pull those ground wires back when, when you go to unbond them. Yeah. Cause I actually had it happen to me today cause I didn't think nothing of it. It was yesterday. The signal just jumped from yeah. one ground wire to the, to the power. So I just never thought anything of it that, that day. I was like, oh, okay, this is what happened. I, I get it, okay. You know, but just pull them kind of away yep. so you know what really what you're on. Yeah. Do you do quite a bit of fiber or fiber projects? I do with fibers all the time too. Yeah. Yeah, fiber is pretty easy to me because – you located one, you locate them all. Yeah. Do the, do yours have a tracer wire or is it? Uh, mm, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it has the tracer. Sometimes it's unlocatable. I have one I know of 
it's well two of them but one of them it goes for miles and miles and miles and miles and miles unlocatable wow unlocatable there's nothing you could do about it and it, every time we had to call them out there okay dig it up yeah you made it unlocatable yep that's right dig it up we'll offset it yeah and there's another one it's locatable one way for you know two different lines it was unlocatable another way it got cut they put it back, unlocatable again. No way. Didn't learn their lesson. So it was just like, really? They already got cut one time. Yep. Just too cheap to get the tracer wire. I heard of a story of where a communications company was asking the locator. He worked for Vivax, Metrotech. And uh, so they asked him, what's the smallest gauge we can install for the tracer wire what's the absolute microscopic what's the smallest that we can use as a tracer wire and he said you're crazy the smaller it gets the more easily it's going to fall apart they're already too small they already fall apart they already corrode you're too small already get get your head together here you gotta make them bigger it's the only way they're going to last they didn't change anything right. Of course not. And it's one of those things of, well, how can we cut corners? Yeah. Do you want it located or not? That's right. Yeah. Like I said, some of the water, there might be a tracer wire, strong maybe. But another thing is there's a tracer wire in this whole neighborhood in about 50 pieces. Yeah. So... Was it just not Some connected? Some of it you can kind of get, and then you got to connect the dots. Yeah. Did they just not connect it when they put the water line in, or did it just corrode apart? Well, it's just where it just, either the tracer got cut, or it got damaged somehow, or something like that, and never got fixed. Yeah. Huh. And I've noticed, because a lot of times they the gas line will have that happen, which I don't locate gas, but talking to the guy that does... There'll be places that it's almost shredded. Oh. Huh. But at an emergency, we had a big storm maybe about two months ago. Okay. And it was a plastic, you know, gas line with a metal tracer wire. Yeah. And lightning... They had a big lightning storm, and it struck that tracer wire, melted the pipe, wow, and burst the water main all at the same time. So that was against the house, beside the house. No, it was it was the mains in the road. Oh, okay, like like a riser at the road tracer wire, right? Like a test box where the wire comes up, hook up, right? Okay, I'm with you now. Yep. So what did the pipe look like? It was just. The yellow plastic tubing. And it was all melted. Wow. It was just completely melted through one side. Yeah. Because I was, I was rolling through and coming up to it. And I smelled gas. Yeah. And I saw water bubbling. Uh-huh. And I looked at the guy. I said, what did you do? Yeah. Yeah. 
He said, he pointed up, and he just lightning did it. Wow. That's impressive. Surprised it didn't catch fire. Yeah. I am too. And that's also why I don't like to work in lightning either. No. I'll just, no. I see it about five miles away. All right, pack it up. I'm going home. Yeah. Yeah. And I start hearing thunder. My knee starts jittering. Yeah. And because the bad knee and it just, I said, okay, I got about 10 minutes. Yeah. I'm definitely going to remember this story. I'm working on high pressure gas lines, lots of, lots of connection points. So if there's any lightning, I'm going to remember the story now. Stay away right. from it. I mean, and it's, it's like a million to, you know, it's never going to happen except one time. Yeah. Yeah. And knowing me, it's the one time I'm hooked to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of these times I'd like to get a gas expert on to understand how there's electrical current on the, on the steel high pressure lines. Right. So I want to get his, like, his opinion on like just how they, how that works and how it mitigates against lightning strikes. It'd be interesting. And, well, you know, I'm not an expert, but you know, from my understanding, it just draws everything to that line instead of water main, gas main, anything like that. That's the way it was explained to me. Yeah, it's pulling everything off and, of the gas line. Right. Yeah. Almost kind of like a lightning rod kind of deal, just underground. That's right. Yeah. Well, that's what we've been told, but I'd like to get a gas expert to hear hear what the right. official technical explanation is. It's quite the story. So do you do quite a few highways, ditches and stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah. If I just had to... Like it's just now getting finished. I just did it today for the signs for the red light. The whole intersection got changed completely yep. from where it used to be. Okay. It used to be, you know, it curved around one way and it went straight another way. And there was a cut through road between them and there's a little triangle median. Yeah. And they cut off the ends of both two of those roads and ran a curved road through the median. And there's all kinds of stuff there. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mark wherever I wherever I need. Yeah. I mark fiber in the road because the road used to not be there. Right. I mean. Find any, anything interesting in the ditches? Well, in the ditches, I keep a cowboy hat in my work truck just, you know, right there in front of the steering wheel. Yeah. And. One day, I just looked down, and I came across a Queen of Hearts just sitting there. Oh, yeah? Beat up with a hole in it and all that, and I just stuck it in my hat band. Yeah. I come across a cell phone. Yeah. It still worked brand new. Huh. I was like, I don't trust that. No, no. It's going to sit there in that ditch. Yeah. I come across your average everything bottle caps trash but every once in a while i come across something pretty good yeah I, one of the guys i i work with he he come across a ninja star oh yeah like a full-on shuriken yeah and every once in a while i'll have a little kid you know run out of the house and bring me something and say here yeah so i got a little lego figure in my truck i got a marble yeah. okay 
shell. Yeah, that's giant nice. acorn. Uh huh. You know, I got all kind of stuff in there, just little stuff. Do you give them a flag in return? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, like I say, all right. Here's which color do you want? You want right. orange, blue, red, green? Yep. Have one of them give me a stuffed baby Yoda. Oh, wow. And I was like, are you sure? And I looked at the mom. And the mom said, please take it. Yeah. He hates it. Because it talked. Yeah. And he was scared of it. Wow. Okay. So that one I gave my mom. I'm like, here you go. <laughs> yeah. It's cursed. Have a stuffed toy. Yeah. <laughs> huh. What's the drink of choice for drunk drivers? Or like what, drivers. What's the most popular beer can you see in the ditches? It's a toss up between the big cans of Mike's lemonades. Or the big tall cans of Ice House, believe it or not. Yeah. Right. And I have never seen, I don't even think the stores carry that much Ice House and Mike's. I found crack needles. You know, I find I find mini bottles of Corona. Yeah. Didn't even know they made those. No. I mean, it's like almost like little 99 shot bottles. Yeah. Corona. That's cool. Yeah, it's amazing how many people still still drive drinking. It's awful. Drinking or the one I've noticed especially, and it's not even mostly my age, actually, because I'm early 20s, 23. Okay. And most of it are people 30s to 50s. Yeah. Texting and driving. Yeah. Yeah, that's really bad. I had water to mark in the road. One day at this intersection, and I had to, you know, play Frogger, jump in and out of the road, mark a couple lines, jump out. Yeah. And I sat there and I counted 85 people on their phones. I said, and that's just this lane. That's just as you're waiting. I wasn't even looking at the other one. I mean, like, seriously? Yeah. I'm standing right here. I have a strobe on my arm. Yeah. And you... Almost swerved off the road and almost got me if I wasn't standing behind this big cone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I, that's crazy. I wait for traffic, nothing to be coming for a mile. Yeah. And then I'll get out in the road. Yeah. What are the fines in your state for distracted driving? I'm not really sure because they don't enforce it very well. No. <laughs> like it's only if. I guess if you hit somebody, then, okay, yeah, hold on, let's check the phones. Yeah. No, there's, I don't even know. I know get, not wearing seatbelts, 25. Oh. Here in Ontario. My grandma got that one. <laughs> here in Ontario, if, you, if you're caught on your phone texting and driving, it's three-day license suspension. And I think it's close to $800, I think is the fine. So it's, it's pretty See, I think it should be the same laws as DUI. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty close to that up here. Because I think the second offense is jail time on here. Okay. But I say, why not the first offense? Yeah. Why let them do it a second time? That's right. Wow. But I see more of that than I do drunk drivers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's overtaken, I think, in terms of the number of accidents percentage. That used to be, 
used to be drunk drivers, but now it's distracted driving. It's the main main cause of accidents. Right. And I, I like doing all the hands-free stuff. I can click the button on the back of my steering wheel in my work truck and say, what you want? <laughs> you know, change the music, change the volume, all that. Yeah. So much easier. I ain't even got to look at it. I can just look at it, just one eyed glance over at the screen. Okay, it's the boss. Or, okay, it's this dude. It's okay, it's this person. Yeah. You know, talk to them in the call. Everything I need to do on the phone is on my steering wheel within thumb's reach. That's right. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the way it should be. The company should always provide that to keep their employees safe and, and efficient. Think, uh, go ahead. Yeah. I think, too, it should be like our company phones after, yeah. I think it's 20 miles an hour. They don't work. Oh, that's Except good. for the maps. Right, the, the navigation. Yeah. All they have to do is send out a new update on every phone. Yeah. There you go. That's right. Do you guys have the Android phones or iPhones? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's Android. So do, do you do use your phones a lot during the locate? Like, can you bring up prints on your phone? Oh, yeah. That's good. Prints. You can put it, take all your pictures. Yeah. You can pull up the entire ticket. Yeah. You know, all, all on the app. Yeah. Do a meet sheet on there. Oh, nice. Rescheduled. Pretty much everything we can do on our computer or if you have a tablet on the tablet. Yeah. Just a couple of exceptions. Like, I don't think we can link tickets out. If we can, I hadn't figured that out yet. Okay. Because it's relatively new i think they started in january where we changed from one app to the same app that we use on everything else yeah so huh. yeah there's some good limitations that we have in place too for they're specifically only for like supervisors lead techs like management boards yeah can do it's it's mostly unlimited. You can see everybody's boards on your group, sometimes other people's, depending on what your situation is. Yeah. You can link tickets like a normal person. Yeah. Drives me nuts. Yeah. Because all you got to do is click, drag all the tickets you want, right click it and link them. Okay. Nice. But with me, because I don't have one, copy and paste the ticket number on every single ticket yeah for that project yeah and if there's 30 tickets it's gonna take me a minute <laughs> yeah exactly it takes a while to i i put them all into a spreadsheet keep track of them yeah and i told my boss i said i don't care anything else about that management board i just want to link tickets normally <laughs> yeah yeah because it gives us the option, and it's grayed out, so we can't click it. Right. That's too bad. Yeah, I just have a few final questions here. Mm -hmm. When was the last time you forgot your transmitter? About a month ago, because yeah. I, I had to go back to the truck just for a minute. And I walked a quarter mile back down the road to where I stopped. Yeah. And I started waving my hand around, yeah. and I didn't hear a noise. Go back to the truck. Yeah. 
<laughs> Have you forgotten anything else? Like your I put one of my tools in the door. Yeah. And I walked probably about close to a thousand feet, looked down and feeling in my pockets. Cause I had to drive, you know, up a little bit. Yeah. Felt around for it. Oh man. Or I set it down somewhere and left it all all night. Come back the next day on accident because I left it. Yeah, it was gone. I was like, "Oh man, oh, yeah. I get another one." Yeah, and I haven't left it in a cross box yet. Okay, and if That's I good. do, I might just I might have to go to therapy for that one. I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to live with myself on that one. No, because no. I need it to get in there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, it's been a good, good conversation. Good stories. So anything else you want to add? If there's anybody new, don't go in like you know everything and you've seen everything and you've never done it before because you haven't seen a whole lot. No. If you've never located before, because you will come across something new almost every day. Every day. Yep. Yeah, you learn learn something every day. So you're training any new hires yet? No, not officially, but they'd say, all right, they're certified. Go with him for a little while. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) They're going to be with you. Okay. That's good. All right. You, Mark, you take pictures. I'll make sure y'all are doing it right. That's right. Yeah. I'll throw flags and answer answer any questions y'all need. Yeah. Everybody gets to take a turn. Yeah. No, it's good. I think that concludes it here. All right. Thanks for being on the show, Justin, and yep. hopefully we'll touch base again and get you back on if, right. in a year or so. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah. And, uh, no, no, thanks for thanks for signing up. I really appreciate it. It's good. And hopefully you'll have me back on after a long, long time, maybe. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. If you gather up a few more stories, you know. Yeah. Then get you back on here if you actually get bitten by a snake right then you'll come back yeah yeah i thought i was going to that day yeah yeah get get in touch with me if you get bit by a snake watch it back on okay (laughs) yeah i'll tell you after i get out of the hospital that's right that's right yeah sounds good all right okay have a good weekend yeah have a good one Bye. bye that concludes today's episode if you'd like to be a guest on this show please visit ForgotMyTransmitter.com for instructions on how to sign up. And remember, don't forget your transmitter.